Hello, everybody. I'm Rock, and welcome to the Stadia Still Alive show. No, seriously, though, uh, big shout out. Uh, Rock is not feeling well, uh, so he's asked uh, me to help co-host the show here, and we've got a, a, a star-studded lineup cast here to weigh in on all the happenings that has been going on uh, these past couple of days in Stadia land here. So it looks like the blog post is live. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to move on over to that uh, here. And let's bring it up here. We've got, uh, there we go. Right. And, and here we go. Before we start here, I know there's a, a lot going on. I just want to introduce everybody. We've actually got SPG here. How you doing? Glad you're great. feeling better, my friend. Thank you so much for stopping Absolutely. by here. And we've got a special guest, another special guest here, for, formerly known as Clive. We've got God. <laughs> How are you doing, God? Yeah, yeah. I'm not the God. I'm a God, uh, yeah, as, <laughs> as Bill Murray says in... Uh, <laughs> In um, what was that? Um, anyway, the God name. of the cloud. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, good, uh, good, uh, awesome. Yeah, it's good to be on the show. So, so happy to have you here. Fantastic show last night. You were just totally killing it. But yes. we'll talk about that in a little bit here. We're going to move on to our our next uh, special guest here. I don't, I'm not sure if he really needs any introduction, but he's the the one, the only MM2K. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm great. And just to uh, everyone can calm their nerves. I've screamed for the last three days. So my voice is very tempered. So you don't have anything to worry about. You can turn your decibels up just just ever so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, but not least, we've got Fletch. Fletch, how are you? Hello. Yeah, doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good. Good. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, everybody, for being on the show here. And everybody in the chat here, uh, boy, there's tons and tons of people. Uh, we've got Petter Games, Victor Del Maestro, uh, and now your mama knows. Tons and tons of people. Dre's here. Look at this. Dre's God himself present. <laughs> we all caught that. Uh, boy, lots and lots of people. So, so let's go ahead and, and, and get started here. The blog post here. So it says, this week on Stadia, we kick off a month of love with sweet Ooh. deals wow. here. So that's awesome to see here. So let's move on. It's game over for the year's first month. But here are here at Stadia, we're just getting 2022 started. We're kicking off the month of chocolates and love by extending some sweetness to our dear stadiums. Uh, so... Here we go. We saw my hero once justice two was rated. Uh, I, I believe was that in December, late December that was rated by the, the ratings board here. I believe it was. And uh, last, uh, last twos, we saw it, it pop up on Twitter in the little uh, preview post there, but it wasn't part of the two. So it looks like we're, uh, we're finally getting it here. It says the battle for justice continues. But this time the fight gets bigger, badder, and quirkier with My Hero One's Justice 2. Play through the anime as you relive iconic scenes 
pick up after the finish of My Heroes One Justice and see what happens to oh boy, here we go, Deku and the <laughs> class of you at UA. I, I don't know if I pronounce that right. I'm horrible it at was, names. It was satisfactory to us anime fans, so you can satisfactory. Okay, yeah. is that is that correct, Deku? Uh, Deku. 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 Okay. 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 Good. So, so that comes out here uh, February fifteenth. So, next uh, a week from today, it looks like here, which is awesome. Glad to see. I know a lot of people were waiting on that. Here's another game that people are excited for, from our friends uh, at uh, Tecmo, Koei Tecmo. Here, um, it says here, conquer ancient China in Dynasty Warriors Nine empires don't miss the chance to engrave your name in battlefield lore when dynasty warriors nine empires drops on stadia february the 15th test your might against insurmountable odds in a one versus one thousand melee with conjuring up a battle plan in a country conquering simulation you'll have the chance to build alliances and navigate the nuances of backroom and backstabbing Politics to ensure your force fights as one with options to play as rulers, officers, or freelancing mercenaries. You'll experience exciting battles where wisdom and courage intersect in castle sieges. Pre-order now. Nice. So that's great. I know, uh, Fletch, you're, you're excited for Dynasty Warriors 9, aren't you? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's definitely... The top game of this year for me so far, so I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. <laughs> Looks That's really awesome. complicated though, like like something yeah. you could really get lost in, like in just in the level of detail. Yeah, completely. I think so. Someone was saying it's something like sixty to eighty hours. Um, oh, wow! To sort of go through it. All. Oh my god! It's um, amazing. More. So yeah, a lot of content there, and the plus side is as well. If anyone's in the UK, I don't know if it's for the US, but at the moment there's a six times play points available in the store so if you want to pre-order dynasty warriors nine empires you get six times the amount of play points as well to use towards oh, rewards wow which always a bonus yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome okay uh try before you buy rainbow six extraction demo forget guns and ammo your team is your greatest weapon in rainbow six extraction you and your squad can combat both your nerves and emerging alien threat in this tactical co-op shooter with nothing to lose during this try-before-you-buy period. The only thing stopping you from giving this game a go is your own fear. <laughs> and I think uh, this is a Rainbow Six Extraction. I think like Ubisoft did a really... A really good job on this with including buddy passes. So anybody you know that has the game has comes with two buddy passes. You can give them out to your friends. Uh, they get a two week trial of it here. So if I'm not mistaken, between uh, the buddy passes and the demo, you can get uh, almost I think a month free out of this game here. Uh, if you have a friend, they can give you both buddy passes. So it's just after two weeks, you get the other buddy pass, and then you've got the two hour uh demo here as well so that's that's a great great way to try out the game and uh you know see if you like it here which i know i've been enjoying it um i know fletch yeah, has, as well how uh, are you clive <clears throat> yeah, yeah i i uh yeah so like at first i didn't realize the uh 
where where to go for the solo. It's a bit like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. It's not always obvious. Yeah. Where you sort of have to go th through the menus a bit to get to the the solo bits. But then once I've discovered that, I mean, I'm 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 uh, playing a lot of solo, uh, and it's quite fun. Yes. And I but although it's very frustrating because just as I've rescued someone. <laughs> Like it's it's like it's that's literally two steps forward, three steps back, you know. Yes. Like, oh my god, now he's captured. Oh, now she's yes. okay. And so yeah. I'm not actually getting any of the missions done because I just keep going back having to rescue people again. But it's quite fun <laughs> in that regard. And there and and the things are always different places as well. So, you know, I quite like randomly generates where the, the things that you need to do are and stuff like that. Uh, and it just plays very slickly and plays nicely and uh, yeah it's quite i think it's quite tough though on solo but um it, but it's it is, it's, yeah. it is good i had a very similar experience i know what you mean you you start to lose your your folks and then you go to get them out and you get most of them out and then you go back in to do a solo thing and yeah. do all three objectives and then you lose that person and yeah it's fun though um yeah especially for those that didn't enjoy the pvp section of yeah. rainbow six siege mm -hmm. yeah it, it, it is because some people don't like you know that that kind of pvp stuff so uh, you get all the same benefits of a, like a rainbow six cg game but yeah um yeah i i, I suck at pvp as you guys remember when we had the stadia event um the only kill that i got was on jim <laughs> and he, was a, and he was our partner yeah so this is right kill. in my hour right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> still fun still fun so moving yep. along here we've got we've got a free play day weekend jackbox party pack seven uh, get ready for five yes five new games including the hit threequel quip quiplash three and collaboratively chaotic the devils and the details from thursday february 17th to sunday February the 20th, play Jackbox Party Pack 7 at no cost as party as part of Stadia's free play day weekends. So nice. I don't know, has anybody here uh played any of the Jackbox Party Pack games? Yeah, I, I bought I think I bought I bought one of them, I think, and I was trying to check whether it's that one because I was thinking, oh gosh, I want to try it. <laughs> uh I think it was Jack, I'm just checking uh now. I think I bought Jackbox Party eight maybe mm -hmm. um okay. for, for christmas over christmas just oh. to play with my kids yeah uh, you yeah. know so we could play as a you know it's kind of as a family as it were and stuff mm -hmm. like that and um yeah we had great great fun it's the one in with uh with uh like a murder hotel and oh yes kept, yeah kept playing mm -hmm. um all the time really just really funny and, and uh yeah, any you know, all ages can play it. That sort of thing. Well, like, you know, all ages. Um, do you know what I mean? Like the questions, you either know that or you don't. They're completely random or whatever. Or the guesses and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we we had a lot of fun over Christmas. Just the three of us playing it. So it was good. Well, the very first uh, Jackbox game that was released, um, you streamed it, John, and I played mm -hmm. with you guys. And the cool mm -hmm. thing about the Jackbox games is, if you own the game. And you're hosting a session or whatever anybody can go online and play for yeah. free i believe they can join yeah. your yeah. game it was jackbox um, really six cool. sorry yeah jackbox <laughs> six okay, is what i got six. yeah yeah okay yeah. yeah that's uh yeah i i agree like i love these jackbox games because they're just great like you could just go in there you don't really have to know much and just you know yeah. play you know play with your friends it's great for streaming as well because yeah. You know, like SPG mentioned, you don't have, just the person owns it, and anybody that wants to play, they go to Jackbox.tv, put their name in, put the code yeah. in, 
and play along. It's play, always play on their phone. <laughs> yeah, play along. I don't with know yeah. what game. Stuff. I don't know what game we were exactly playing, John, but um, it was mm -hmm. very interesting to see everybody's artwork <laughs> that was trying to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. A lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. They're great, 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 great games. Uh, so moving along here, uh, American football fans are super excited because Super Bowl is this weekend. So Madden 22 is going to celebrate the Super Bowl. Uh, feed your NFL postseason obsession in Madden NFL 22 with Play to LA. Check out the Super Bowl content and the ultimate team that celebrates the past, present, and future of the big game. Then watch this official prediction video featuring, oh boy, here we go, Marshawn Lynch. So I'm, I'm not quite sure who, who that is, but uh, I'm sure football fans do. Um, yeah, so it's it, it's great to see, you know, every year that EA uh, in their sports games, they always take part and, and have, you know, the little hoopla around, uh, you know, things like the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup finals and things like that. So just great. And another way to be able to celebrate all the goodness of Super Bowl here. I don't. Man, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you know Madden 22 works in the same way as kind of FIFA 22 in terms of the cards mm -hmm. you collect and stuff like that, and and you know putting the teams together and um, you know ultimate team and all that kind of stuff. It's probably, I imagine yeah. it's the same. But my son is obsessed with that, and I've already spent probably <laughs> well between him and me, well my money and his money, he's, mm -hmm. he's probably spent at least seventy quid on wow. points just to Whoa. buy. Packs. And they're and they're not guaranteed, are they? No. Like the, if, and if you yeah, roll the yeah, dice yeah. on what you yeah. what the pack gives you. And yeah. and he yep. watches YouTubers who just most of their stream is just oh, unpacking packs. packs. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Oh, it's a walkout. It's a walkout. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a walkout. <laughs> That's the language they use. And I had to sort of say to him, "What's a walkout?" And he goes, "Oh, you know, it's good because uh, if they walk out, they literally sort of walk out." walk out the sort of on the front of the stage as it were so you know it's a good one or this you know smoke yeah. flames coming up when they're revealed and stuff like that and <laughs> so it's like it's like oh uh, have i got a winner so it is a kind of sort of a scratch card element to it uh like that and it's just unbelievable and and but then they set different absolutely um different <laughs> tasks so can you get you know can you get all beginners and match the mm -hmm. chemistry and do all this and so i'm assuming exactly the same model is applied to, to madden or like in, yeah. in this case you know ultimate legends can you put a team together with ultimate legends and achieve x y or z you know and stuff like that mm. uh and it and you know without even playing the game you know it's that bit which is like where the money is for um for ea it's the it's sort of putting those packs together doing the challenges that they, no. they get you to do and all that sort of thing um, is um, I'm not familiar with FIFA, um, so I, I realize uh, it's a roll of the dice and all that. But um, how does um, how does it actually work? Like uh, you you can you grind, I guess, for that currency, or is it only out of pocket? Like that's the only way to get it. Uh, you you can grind More for points. Yeah, you can grind for points. Um, you can. Um, and you can buy and sell players uh, as well, but then they do sort of special packs. And I think you know, you, you, you uh, I think, and somebody in chat can correct me. I think you have to buy those ones when they're doing the sort of the special packs and stuff like that. And some are non-sellable things, so you might get a player, but it's a non-sellable 
player card. Uh, and mm. uh, there's so many complicated levels to it. It's a real mm. obsessive card collecting thing. Um, they are blisters you grind by winning tournaments. Yeah. So then if you go mm -hmm. out and you, you put your team, your ultimate team together and then you play, you know, you, you yeah, you get, you play enough matches and get enough points, whatever, then you, you can feed that in. But the shortcut is to spend money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as as someone who plays yeah. FIFA, I know the uh, the pain uh, yeah. of grinding, <laughs> and spending money. Um, but just a shout out on that news as well is uh, they didn't mention it, but FIFA 22 has its future stars um, update out now as well. Yeah, that's um, what my so son's doing. Yeah. yeah, my because I said to him, you know, who's that? Like I was, he was had some you know young English player, and I was saying who's that, and he was saying, oh no, it's this, it's the future stars edition. And, uh, you know, you've got to put a team together using them and achieve all these things and blah, blah, blah. And then they get, you know, the card gets upgraded if you've achieved such and such and their rank goes up and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, what I can say about Madden <laughs> States, um, I'm, I'm personally not familiar with a lot of this DLC because I'm even a thousand games in, I'm still trying to learn how to play. But <laughs> I haven't even got the score. But... Um, this is huge, and this is why Madden and even FIFA, they're like chart topping games, and they don't they don't slide off. You know no. what I'm saying? Like they right. stay on the top of the charts Absolutely. month after month after month until the next iteration comes out. So this is huge, and this is going to be big for Stadia because um, I don't want to go too far in the weeds, but when it came to Microsoft and they were having their stint to where their AAA games weren't being developed or whatever. They were surviving off of the DLC that were being sold, right? And stuff mm -hmm. like this coming from Madden and, and other top tier games. So having a game in your catalog that can produce this type of revenue is huge. Yeah. Right. And you know people are just like, they, you know it's annual. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the outside, you go kind of, what's the point of buying it again? But if you play it, <laughs> FIFA or Madden, there's yeah. a massive audience for it. It's absolutely... Exactly bang yeah. you know, as soon as it comes out you're buying the next one yep. you know, right even yeah, if it, the iteration that. is only small you know it doesn't matter and and as mm2k says they have a long a long shelf life as well uh and lots of playability so they are really key for the platform uh so it's good to see that they're focusing on you know these key events as well you know sporting events um mm. ar around it and promoting it on you know madden 22 so yeah, it's it's great to see here. And shout out to uh, Blizz as well for the subscription. Uh, appreciate that. On um, uh, compliments of Rock here. Okay, so let's let's move on down here. Uh, the lowdown on High Isle discover a brand new Elder Scrolls adventure. The Elder Scrolls Online upcoming chapter has just been announced, and High Isle is now available for pre-purchase. Traverse majestic majestic cliffs, stunning castles. And lively tournament fields as you explore the noble home of the Breton elite, a new location never before seen in an Elder Scrolls game. Part of the legacy of the Bretons is a year-long adventure in High Isle. You must fight to defend the honor of the chivalric culture against the mysterious forces of the Ascendant Lord. Not Lord Kenzel. No. As he <laughs> seeks to plunge all of Tamir into chaos here. Or, I mean, should I say God? Sorry. High yeah. Isle also introduces a brand new way to play with Tales of Tribute 
a competitive card game. Pre-purchase now and you'll get immediate access to the Pale Frost Elk Mount and the Pale Frost Elk Fawn Pet in addition to a host of additional rewards at launch. Better yet, if you pre-purchase, there's even more incentive to pre-purchase here for Elder Scrolls fan. The Elder Scrolls Online Connection Collection High Isle, you'll gain instant access to the ESO base game and all previous chapters. Available with pre-purchase now through April the 4th. Wow. So that's a pretty good incentive there. If you're even remotely interested in the Elder Scrolls Online, it uh, looks like now if you pre-purchase, yeah. you're going to get uh, pretty much like the you're going to get the base everything. game and all pre yeah everything all previous yeah. chapters. Wow, that's a good uh, uh, purchase option, especially if you haven't jumped into the game at all yet. Yeah, so yeah, it's exactly. yeah, it's on this on the store now. Yeah, the Elder Scrolls Online Collection High High Isle CE Collector's Edition. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and the Pale Frost Elk Fawn Pet, as you said, mm -hmm. it says here on the mm -hmm. store with pre-purchase yep. until the fourth of April. So wow, and uh, as you say, you get immediately in the base game or previous chapter. Uh, <clears throat> A previous chapters and gain instant access to Pearl Frost, Elk Mount, blah 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 at launch. Yeah, yeah. it's all on the site now. Sixty four pounds ninety nine if that in the UK. Wow. That's awesome! Wow, great. Okay, so moving along here, Far Cry Six, Joseph Collapse was Joseph right? Step into the mind of Joseph Seed from Far Cry Five, playable in co op, and battle your inner demons. Explore a twisted version of Hope County. Fight your former followers and confront your family members. Available now. So that is the, if I remember correctly, the third and final yes, the trilogy, yeah, DLC. Part, yeah. yeah, for yeah. for all of the the former villains. You played the previous DLCs, correct, John? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, are those playable in co-op, or is this the first? Yeah, one? yeah. They're play they're playable in co-op, okay. and you can actually invite uh friends too they kind of have like that buddy pass where the person you invite doesn't have to own the game to be able to oh, wow. to play oh, along wow. with you so that's that's a really great trend that we're starting to see here from ubisoft and i yep. think and this is really it's gonna was, pay off yeah this is the dlc i was kind of waiting on to play as joseph yeah. seed uh mm -hmm. he's one of my favorite villains oh it so. gives me the creeps yeah man. <laughs> It really Especially gives at, me the creeps, like yeah, playing at, Far Cry Five, whatever. Just uh -huh. really, yeah. Especially yeah. the time that it was released at, too, right? Yeah. It was so symbolic yeah. of what was going on, and you know, political wise and things like that. So, yeah, and any yeah. any title where you get a very charismatic villain that just happens to be right, maybe not about you know every his his uh, uh what do you want to call it his. His approach. Uh, yeah, his, his approach. <laughs> <laughs> end, end up being correct in the end. Very awesome. Wow. Yep. So, okay. So a final bit of news here from the post. Destiny 2. It's a light of darkness here. So we've got a, a, a trailer that was released here. It says, join the Bungie developers as they discuss the the Witch Queen season of the Risen and void subclass updates. Weapon and crafting more. 
Oh, look at this. So we've got like a, a little video here where they're talking about uh, the Witch Queen, which is this is coming out, I believe, on the 25th of February. Uh, the latest uh, expansion. Yes, according to Tom, what's the name from The Verge? Um, this is one of the biggest expansions <laughs> that they've ever done. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's meant to be a, a cut above all the other sort of uh, DLC and additions they've done. It's meant to be pretty massive. Yeah, definitely. It looks... Well, uh, it's, it's very interesting the way they, they've built the game and keep adding to it and the yeah. way, you know, they retire some things and then bring them back. And uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, Again, sure. another huge game on the on the platform. Yeah. I mean, this expansion itself is already clocked in at a million pre-orders. I mean, that's like nuts. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And we get to play it, you know what I'm saying, and play it cross-play. That's, that's huge uh, as well. And even though the game's yeah. been out for a while, it still feels as fresh, like in terms of its oh, look. Yeah. And, and you know, it always looks great and, and yeah. stunning. And uh, mm. yeah, I mean, it is a model of how to have a, have sustain a game, really, I think. Yeah, whenever their updates come out, um, I, I've never looked at a Destiny 2 update and went, um, oh, man, that's looking dated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yep. I think, but, but yeah, like, look at that there. Like, that just looks <clears throat> amazing. Bungie did a really great job on the game engine. And for Destiny 2 to be around as long as it have and still have that massive fan base around it is just 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 truly amazing we look at this here i know we had a couple of buffering problems here let's see there we go <clears throat> some more yeah it's just awesome like this is destiny 2 is a game i've always meant to really really get into but i haven't been keeping up with it so it's mm -hmm. been a little while yeah. since i've been, since i played it so but well, I, you know so sometimes much. i there's so yeah. much to the game and then they revamped it a little bit, I guess, to make it easier to jump into from what I understand. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, but yeah, there's a lot to it. I need to get into it. Uh, it can be, I think it was quite intimidating. That's why they revamped it. Cause mm -hmm. it is quite yeah. intimidating. Yeah. Yes. If you have no idea and you jump into it, you're just like, where, what, where do I go? What you need somebody yeah. to go, oh, what you need to do is go and see that person over there and yeah. then they'll set you up on the story. And then, you know, one but the great thing that they've done is if because people like me were I literally almost lost my kids to how much I played Destiny One like literally like Dad we're hungry and I'm like so so what there's, there's tuna in there somewhere um, I, don't know that. <laughs> I literally kind of fell off with Destiny Two and like Clive said it was so intimidating getting back in but what they've done which I think is smart is now when you start a game they infuse the elements of destiny one that are familiar with everyone. And they use mm -hmm. that to help guide you and transition to what you got to do in destiny too. So nice. now, now it sounds like now might be the time to hop back in. Yeah, for sure. What, so what I will say is um, with uh, the launch of Witch queen, when that does come out uh, forsaken content will be vaulted. Um, so right. it means that you'll be able to access all the weapons and armor. But yeah, okay. um, story stuff, etc. You won't be able to play anymore. Um, so that's one downside of their business model is the stuff being bolted. But they do bring it back. So, but in terms of story, if you're trying to catch up with Forsaken, I recommend doing so before they bolt it. When the Witch Queen Great point. Launches. Great point. Wow. Yep. So that's this week's blog post here. 
Um, yeah, a pretty uh, pretty decent blog post here. We mm-hmm. know that we're getting um, two games next week here for sure. My uh, Hero One's Justice Two and Dynasty Warriors Nine. Yeah, two Empire. games on the same day. So there you go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if if you can believe it, right? Yeah. So a, a pretty a pretty solid solid post here. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's very, uh, very two, interesting. two brand new games delivering two demos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, and the DLC as well for yep. uh, Far Cry 6 there. I really that's a pretty, pretty awesome uh, pre-order incentive bonus too for Elder Scrolls yep. online. So <clears throat> overall, a pretty solid, uh, solid blog posting there for this week. Interesting to see. So moving along here, before we touch upon uh, <laughs> what blew up on Friday <laughs> with the Business Ooh. Insider article, uh, boy, that that totally blindsided me. I was streaming all day long, and I kind of yeah. like during during breaks, I was checking in and I and I and I somebody like they were talking about business insider article and i'm like what are you guys talking about and i heard someone mm-hmm. come to one of my streams and say something about deprioritizing i had no idea and then finally at the end of the day they were reading the article i'm like oh my gosh but <laughs> regardless what actually had come out the day before so on thursday and I don't recall anybody picking up on this, at least on social media that I saw. There may have been, but uh, yeah. came actually came across this post last night on the Stadia Dev blog. It was posted on Thursday, um, and it was it, it's it's talking about uh, some of the incentives that were announced in I believe it was late July, early August at the Google for Games Developer Summit. And that developer summit for me was very interesting because it showed that Google has, you know, buckled down and they're making the development process, the porting process, the certification process a lot easier, a more streamlined to get games onto Stadia. Now, we all know, you know, it was going to take some time for these incentive and tools to start rolling out. And sure enough, here we are. We've got a, a blog post here uh, that's talking about it um, and it's saying, you know, supporting our developer publisher partners is a core goal for Stadia. And our keynote at the 2021 Google for Games Developer Summit outlined how we how we'd be increasing the return on their investments. Two of these incentive programs we announced at the summit are now available to help our current and future partners generate more revenue from our platform. You know, so here's some great incentives here. Uh, The first is the the Stadia Pro Incentive Program, and I'm going to highlight it here. Uh, Apply for access to add your game to Stadia Pro where we're giving 70% of monthly program revenue back to participating partners. Earnings are based on player engagement and measured by session days. So going back to that Google for Games Developer Summit, we know like the session days is, so if someone is playing your game, if they open it up one time or 20 times in one day, that's gonna count as one of the session days. 
right? So it, it's at least being open or played for that particular day is when, you know, counts towards the, the way the engagement is being measured. Um, and then they talk about here the improved transactional revenue share program. And this is very interesting. Some some nice wording here that might appease some people, but probably not, <laughs> right? The goalposts are going to be moved here. It doesn't include yeah, The wheels are already moving. Right? They're already moving here. We can hear the backup sound. <laughs> Subject to program terms, newly signed games that launch on Stadia through December 2023, right? 2023 can earn 85% transactional revenue share up to $3 million. Thereafter, standard terms apply. So here we go. Any of the any new games that are, are coming to, to Stadia and then they're going to launch through December not of this year, up into next year, right? So almost yeah. two years. What is that? 23, let's see, what? 22, 23 months into the future here that you can get 85% of the cut of the revenue up to $3 million. You know, usually it's that 70-30 split. Here's now another incentive again for, you know, to bring your games to Stadia, earning more money there. And also another newsworthy uh, portion of this article, because I know on Twitter, kind of there was some rhetoric put out there as well. Why is this article or this blog post on the dev even worth worthy of talking about? Because it's just same, you know, the recycled news, supposedly from uh, August of last year. Well, you know, a tip for a tat here. There is new information in here regardless. We did see um, and this this being particular here is where we've got partners talking about, uh, you know, some of their experiences with this game here. We've launched two of our titles right here. Let's see. Two of our titles into the Stadia Pro program recently. Grime and the Dark Side Detective. Despite being polar opposite in terms of content and genre, both performed well in terms of finances and player reception. Stadia Pro seems to benefit a wide variety of titles, regardless of the style or replayability. And they also continue to say here, Stadia Pro has consistently exceeded our expectations on both payout and player engagement. We have an active, passionate community of players for our titles. You know, and this is, is something I, a few weeks ago, interviewed Yves, uh, the developer, Broken Arms Games, for 100 days. And he spoke about the Stadia Pro program as yeah. well. And, and how well their title has been doing on it. it, it it's exceeded expectations. Uh, and he's very, very, very pleased with uh, the results that, that he's gotten with 100 Days being uh, in the program here. Uh, we have another quote here. This is from our, our good friends at Outright Games here. From the outset, Stadia Pro has felt like a natural fit for outright games, 
in kids' video games in general. The accessibility of the platform, coupled with Stadia's increased commitment to distributing quality, age-appropriate video games to families, has allowed our titles to thrive in their ecosystem. We have seen a fantastic amount of engagement with our games on Stadia already. Now, remember, Outright Games just started to bring their games to Stadia in August. So they're they're a you know a relatively new uh, developer bringing their games to the platform with revenue that went above our expectations. So here we go. Here's two companies on the record here in this particular blog post saying you know with the Stadia Pro the revenue that they've received from these games is above what they were expecting. As we expand our portfolio, we will continue to bring more opportunities to play great kids' games in the cloud. So, you know, this is this is another little piece here that was was released and, and, and posted on the developer blog on Thursday before all the hoopla and shenanigans hit of you know yeah. people running around with the you know, the sky's falling and yeah. the chicken with their heads cut off. <laughs> there was a, my it, eyes, my yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It's, like, you're quite right. I mean, you look at, as you say, that's the first observation is look at that date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you say, was it the 3rd of, uh, 3rd yep. of February, right? So it predates yep. that article. And then mm-hmm. in this is talking about plans that stretch out or business models that stretch out to December 2023. Mm-hmm. Yep, right. Absolutely. So this is this is not a response to that article. This is yes, all, this exactly. Is and and this, yeah. as you say, this is old information from yep. uh, Google for Games Developer Summit 2021 between July the 12th to July the 13th. You know, mm-hmm. but right. uh, it's just re- reiterating that uh, and indicating that you know there is, you know, their strategy is beyond mm-hmm. you know right to the at least in this terms of this business model at least until 2023. And as I mentioned, you know, yesterday, you don't like do deals for like a hundred plus games for the right. next for the, the next year, and then on December just say, "Well, that's it now." <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? It's like a waste of time. Like you, exactly. you, you'd go, you'd wind it down. Mm-hmm. Like if you were genuinely, you know, you don't just say, oh, "We're going to deliver another hundred games," because you know, it's like, what is the point of delivering a game in December, twenty twenty two? Just to right. mean, and then that's it now. And not yeah. just that, Clive. But you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't. Crazy. It's one thing if 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 you got deals, you know. And I know this is the argument on YouTube. The, the deals were already mm. negotiated, so that's why <laughs> they already and then gave them a Snickers deals bar. Now, yeah. You know, that's the thing. But <laughs> you don't, you don't enhance features. We got features coming. Yeah, you don't yeah. do that when yeah, you exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. It was good. It was good to see in that in that tweet is they actually yeah. they didn't just say, oh no, no, we got lots of games. Don't worry about that. It was like right and features, yeah. but yeah, what, what, right, yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm what extremely know. extremely interested in is uh, when they get their their game library to they they add these hundred games and then they expand to yeah. say Brazil or Mexico. That's going to mm-hmm. do wonders. Oh them. man! Yeah, exactly. I mean, so when right. when we when as founders or whoever you know, uh, you, you know, if you got Stadia in, you know, November twenty nineteen, you had what twenty three games or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. 
two two pro game, you know, like Destiny two, exactly. whatever, you yeah, know, whatever. The end of this year, you're going to be going, as you say, to any new players, whether in the current territories or other territories. You know, what's what's this stadia pro? What's this? Sorry, what's this stadia all about? Well. We've got a library of over 370 games. Mm-hmm. If you sign up your pro library, you're going to get, and I predicted probably at least 60 to 70 in the pro <laughs> yeah. library by the end of this year because there yep. seems to be a net mm-hmm. gain. So let's yep. say 70, you know, let's be generous, 70 games. So, yeah, you've got a pro library of 70 games and 370 games in the library. Mm-hmm. Off you go, son. You know, uh, it's, yep. by the, it's a by very, the third or fourth year. I mean, yeah, that's incredible. It's a very compelling offer. And as I've said it loads of times, and it's because somebody else said it, but uh, I think it's really great. And that's why I don't mind repeating it is that right now, Stadia is the best it's ever been mm-hmm. in terms so, of. I love it, that line. Of its offering. Mm-hmm. And, and next month, it'll be even better. It, that is, value. you know, that is fact. It just, the library increases and consistently the pro library has increased as well. So it's like, yeah. You know, yeah. so, so we, I mean, we will be here the same Brazil. time next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No doubt there'll be uh, some other article, whatever. And no doubt yeah. the same old faces be coming out going, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know I said it was going to start in 2020, right? I, I, I know that, right? Well, guess what? And I know I said it was going to die in 2022, right? Yeah, right. But it's definitely going to die. And it's like, yeah, yeah whatever. And, and you know what, Clark, that, 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 just to make two quick points. You want to go and just move it, you know. It's that exactly. <laughs> and, and, and that's the slyness of this article. Yeah. I remember um, I, I was just talking to my a buddy, a ded- dedicated device friend, and he keeps telling me, stop stop fighting reality. Stop fighting your fate. Stadia is dead. So I went on Twitter and I grabbed all of his quotes where he said that every year, and I just highlighted the yeah. dates. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to wait for you to be saying this next year. Um, the, the, the slyness of this article, though, and I think it's purposeful because as Clive perfectly illustrated, and you got to see his video after this if you haven't, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's not so much the things that are being covered that are the issue. I mean, even though they're old, um, mm-hmm. but it's the words and the tone. Yeah. And yes. I think part of the, the, the slyness in this article is that they realize what Clive just said. Everyone's saying it's dying and it's not dead. At some point in time, people are going to say, what the hell are you talking about? This thing hasn't died. So we're no longer using Stadia's dead. We're using Stadia's been deprioritized. Yeah. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that mm-hmm. helps you pivot to the new talking point to where, yeah, it's still around, but it's not as good as <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation 5 because it's been deprioritized. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, yep. uh, old facts and um, new perspectives, you know, basically just mm. regurgitated yeah um in many ways we've just yeah you're right we discussed you know like and i've said you know the article could have been written to you know a week after the closure of sg&e other than the mm-hmm. fact that they revealed some information about potential partners that they're working with as they said they would be you know yeah, yeah. uh yeah. that that is it don't bother reading the article that's all you need to know you know company <laughs> Company, you know, company delivers on its promises to, you know, explore its new business strategy. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. You know, as, as you know, year yeah, they, good. I'm glad they're making progress. Like what was discussed earlier, you know, um, they discussed that on the couch sitting there, 
that yeah. you know they were going to do white label stuff and, and that yeah. they had all these things oh, yeah. planned. Yeah, yeah. At E3 2019, when he's talking, yeah. when yeah. Uh, you know Jeff, Phil's talking with Jeff Keighley. Jeff yeah. Keighley. But yeah. the thing is, like, people seem to forget that or or yeah. want to mm -hmm. make it like this is brand new news. It no, it was very explicit. You know? It was very explicit. Like I played yes. the clip yesterday, but Phil Phil mm -hmm. Harrison was very open about it. Yeah, yeah, like, like you know, Jeff made some suggestions. He went, yeah, yeah, I could see that's a possibility. <laughs> he and then he offered. It wasn't yeah. Phil Harrison offered because he said they don't even have to come to our site. Right, they could come to mm -hmm. the publishers, and that wasn't be that wasn't so. Jeff going, oh, what? So they could go to the publisher site? No, that was Phil Harrison mm -hmm. himself saying, yes. even go to other people's sites to play mm -hmm. the game using our technology in July. 2019 he was talking yeah. about that absolutely. So, absolutely it was always yeah. Yeah. it may have not been the core strategy but it, it was it? always a possibility of look we've got yeah. this tech how are we yeah. going to do it and clearly their initial strategy didn't pan out quite as, mm -hmm. as, as well as they mm -hmm. wanted so they adapted it changed it focused yeah. on different areas and that and that's fine and that makes focused, sense you know so that, that's yeah. the key thing was it a, was it about a year after that that um at&t did the dark knight or whatever it was the batman game so that, yeah, was, that, that was mid mid-year wasn't it um okay. of, yeah, of, that was, of yeah. 2021 yeah. so no, that was one of the first yeah that was yeah. one of the first deals obviously post sg&e closure uh but you know they were obviously they were already talking to Bungie, mm -hmm. they've been talking to Bungie pre-launch. Because yep. Bungie themselves have said, you know, Stage has been an absolute godsend during the uh, pandemic mm -hmm. because it's allowed us to continue developing the game. And this is on all mm -hmm. platforms, not just on Stadia, but the right. ability to tweak and work on the game whilst working remotely, Stadia has powered that. And I think it was Jason Sh Sh Shriver who was saying potentially that's why the tech is of interest to Bungie, not yeah. necessarily just to sell their games or as a platform for their game, uh, but also as a development, a developer platform, a developer tool, because they've really seen the benefit of working remotely uh, and, yeah. and yet having this sort of amazing uh, cloud tech that allows you to kind of, uh, you know, the, the people don't have to have giant developer kits in their yes. in their homes you know they can just do it yeah. all in the cloud so uh, and, and we even see like developers like uh you know the people making sky climbers they're going to use that new testing mm -hmm. slice of the server yes. blade yeah. for their upcoming alpha as well mm -hmm. so you know it, 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 it channels isn't it, they call it yeah yeah channels yeah, yeah. so it, it's just like you know like we've all said this is they're google are doing the things that they've always said that they were they were going to be do, be doing and mm -hmm. it, it it it's pretty much like at, at this point it's a damned if you do a damned if you don't type deal where no matter what they say whether mm -hmm. you know oh, we're going to do this well there there's always something yeah. wrong with it or or you didn't tell us enough or it wasn't this mm -hmm. time or right so you can understand as to why they keep things so tight lips close to yeah, the vest really. yeah. But, yeah 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 close close to the to, to the vest here and and this was amazing on friday to see that this this tweet come out from you know the stadia yeah. brand account here is you know just telling you say if you hear one thing hear this the stadia team is working really hard on a great future for stadia and cloud gaming so yes stadia and their b2b cloud gaming right yeah. you know 
this, is, also, this isn't they're not hiding anything no. here and right? the language yeah. the language is like any and I, it's encouraging really from from stadia yeah. is the language in that tweet is 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 very strong mm -hmm. it's very aggressive um yeah. it's you know there's almost emotion in it if you hear one thing hear right. this yeah, that <laughs> yeah. is quite a yeah. bold yeah, statement. yeah. Right. basically they're yeah. saying there is a lot of nonsense right now yeah, yep. I'm we are not ish. standing here. You know, <laughs> right. let let us be very clear. Yeah, yes. the stage is not going anywhere. We're working really hard, and there's a great future for it. Carry yeah. on. Yeah, you know, carry yeah. on. Uh, exactly. And and so it was interesting to see. Now I know, obviously, you know, obviously they're limited in, and obviously it did kick off. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. annoyingly mm -hmm. so. It was like my eyes yeah. rolled back to my head, and it was like, <laughs> oh. Here we go again, for God's sake! Yeah. Why do we do this? And then all this non—all this nonsense is then amplified, and like a yeah. a bad a bad facsimile, you know, it just gets mm -hmm. worse and worse. It's like like you know those sort of uh, bit racist, but Chinese whisper was was we used to say back in the day. You mm -hmm. know, it's like it just gets missed worse and worse and worse, yeah. and the, the mm -hmm. story gets bigger and bigger, and you get you suddenly right. get people going stadium rebranded. Not, right. Not not even the bad faith article said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's right, how right. bad the facsimile has got. Exactly. Yeah. That, right. That, right. That, that, or or exactly like like uh, or like growing up, what it was called here was like the telephone game. You yeah. you, you know, if yeah. you're in kindergarten or in grade one, you whisper to someone yeah, something. Hey, I, yeah. I, I I I like your glasses. By the time it comes yeah. around to twenty other people, yeah. it's completely different. Yeah. And, yeah. and so misconstrued. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, it's just like, come on, people. I I, I don't know what. Your ultimate goal is here. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to to make something look bad. You know, I guess you know, like we kind of talked. You built your whole thing around it, so you're going to try any any pivot you can. You know, except you know, if, save yeah, from if all you, it's if dead. You, now it's yeah. deprioritized. If, if you and, if you if you if you from day one said this is a disaster, it's never going to work. Right. Right. If, yeah. you, if that's how you've stayed, you've stayed. And that's here. the hill you died right? on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, so any and plus you factor in, as I say, I talked about it off, off camera. You know the negativity bias that exists within headlines exactly. and stuff like that. Generally, yep. it's, it's a fact mm -hmm. of nature. We can't help that. You know, it's it's pre-programmed in our brains to be attracted mm -hmm. to negativity. Mm -hmm. um, you you factor that in, and then these these sort of tech blogs or whatever they, you know, they are. They've made these statements. It's very hard. You very yes. rarely, unless they're forced to legally, yes. you very mm -hmm. rarely see newspapers go, oh, man. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we, we were wrong. Bad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my interpretation yeah. and, you know, uh, and of this was completely wrong and I got it wrong and I'm really sorry. That never well, happens unless they're taken to court and told you need to print a retraction and that's expensive. Right. And then that or, retraction appears on page buried on page six, where the mm -hmm. original accusation was on, on the headline newspaper. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. So, so people never, nobody sees that go. I'm, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. My oh, yeah, interpretation yeah. was yeah. wrong because that would undermine yeah. the attention mm -hmm. authority that they, they, they pretend they yeah. they have you know like and that's what right. and i mentioned it briefly yes and, and i'll try not to go off on one but but it really <laughs> grinds my goats that people continue to follow people who are consistently wrong yeah. you might like yes. their opinion right 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 that's fine but in yep. and, and and hey i'm not going to judge you 
for following people mm-hmm. just because you like their opinion. But mm-hmm. this is how I operate in life. If that opinion is consistently incorrect. So when I say mm-hmm. they're entitled to their opinion, but factually yep. is consistently incorrect, I'm going to doubt the veracity or doubt well, their knowledge in that subject yeah. matter and probably mm-hmm. not follow them because they are not offering me anything back. Yeah, they're not Here's enlightening a... me. And I don't right. understand how people can sit yeah. in front like like you know and and listen to somebody who is who is consistently wrong. But they well, just because the, it's because they like it and it's the cult of personality that they're listening to, people, not the facts like, and information. Right. You, you hit it earlier, Clive. People love whimsical conversation. They don't like fact based conversations. Whatever gets them riled up emotionally, that's what they're attached to. That's why all these silly uh, um, shows, the, the the reality shows with silly people doing silly things are so mm-hmm. caught on. It's just that's just translated to what you're seeing here on Twitter. It just happens yep. to be about video games. Because if you factually, if you pivot from the facts and you go where the facts take you. What's being suggested without all that, like you said, Clive, the silly wording, what's being suggested in this article shouldn't make you feel bad at all because we've already seen it happen and we've already seen it work. Where? With Microsoft and Xbox. Mm -hmm. There were years where Xbox did not have the games that people wanted to play. They didn't invest in their studios and they were lauded for it for years. What did they Mm -hmm. do? Satya and Phil doubled down on their white labeling efforts. Play fab, havoc. Hell, I'm going to even argue that Minecraft, because it's beyond just a game. It's now in libraries and coffee shops and everything. You could consider that a white labeling uh, situation. Um, yep. They doubled down on their white labeling deal. And what happened? Now Microsoft is making more money this generation than they've yep. ever had the previous two generations. So yep. it's just the fact that you take something that's worked somewhere else and simply slap the stadium name on it and put a negative connotation to it. Nobody kicks the tires on it. Everyone just puts their hands in their heads and they panic. You yeah. know, because so. it's what, cause it's what you know, people want to hear. And so they, they go with it. But, you know, that's fine. If that's the way you want to live your life, I'm, you know, fine, whatever. But uh, I, I, I'm going to follow people who, in, who, who will, are going to expand my mind. Exactly. Or, 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 and, and if right. they are consistent, you know, consistent in their observations are consistently proved to be correct. Then I'm going to put value. I want to be in, informed. In what they have I'm to with say. you, Clive. I yeah, informed. I think we yeah, all yeah, want to yeah, be informed. Exactly. I'm a man. Of be I don't want to. You know, that's how I don't want to just be entertained. I want to be yeah. informed. But there's yeah. those that just. I want to be educated. Just... I, I want to be informed, yeah. educated, and entertained. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I get all three, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I can get steak, potatoes, so, in the glass of wine. I'm happy. Yeah. Just quickly on Anthony, I've got my metaphors muddled up there. It gets my goat and it grinds my gears. Ended up becoming it grinds my goats. He's gone. He can make up whatever he wants yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. mashing. I'm mashing my metaphors together. Yeah. Well, that's fine. So the, the follow. Oh, go ahead. No, so go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just something that bothers me about listening to all a bunch of talking heads about Stadia is that you know if you're going to be critical of something. Make sure it comes from a personal place of experience for yeah. that product mm, right. or that thing. Yeah. Don't be yes. overly critical yes. because overly critical isn't a proper uh, standpoint like on something. Because anything can be bad, can have a certain yeah. drawback or, right. or whatever. Look, you know, and, and the more you listen, the less their 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 words mean when you start to figure out that they're wrong or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Stadia is not a panacea. It's not for every, you know, it's not for everybody. 
you know, yeah. and that and that's perfectly all right. Just to mean if if it doesn't have the games that you want, that's okay, then, right? You know, yeah. and you can say that well, it's not for me. That yeah. that's no, fine. No, nobody's pushing it on. Yeah, you, right? yeah. Like, we're no not saying you, no one's saying you have to like mm -hmm. it, and if you don't, you're complete fault. You know, mm -hmm. it's like well, fine. If it's not, you know, there's plenty of not things that, that yeah. I don't like. It's not for me, but other people love them. You know, fine. Um, but it is for some people. It, it, it fits a life, a gaming lifestyle, lovely, and they're very yeah. happy with it. And then when you yeah. factor in the low entry level that we have now in terms of choice which we didn't necessarily have before so mm -hmm. thanks to cloud gaming in general if you're really into pc games and you want lots and lots of the pc games which is fine not not for me but then hey there's geforce now mm -hmm. you know it works it's great or or you know some game you want some xbox exclusives or whatever that's fine you've got games pass i mean you know but you kind of spend 20 or 30 quid on subscriptions and you're pretty well sorted yeah. in terms yep. of of gaming choice and that's a pretty yep. low level of entry and you can always switch one off mm -hmm. if 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 you feel that it's not delivering enough of you know content for you and and that's perfectly fine but you cannot just because it doesn't deliver for you doesn't necessarily mean the ser mm -hmm. the service yes. whatever it is is delivering very very well for other people and mm -hmm. you know let them enjoy that yep so lloyd here in the chat look the big argument is that big multi-platform triple-a games won't come okay there are thousands of of games released every year and maybe 10 really big triple yeah. a's yeah, released absolutely every other year okay so yeah. right so let's just say if uh, out of let's say we're for just sake we're gonna say 10 come out a year let's say five or six don't come to stadia okay well you know if you really want to play them you're not locked in like you yeah. is, mm -hmm. nobody is ever saying that you can't go somewhere else to enjoy or play these games you know yeah. feel free it, it's exactly like, i think it's not, you're right and and, and lois right you know i think this is sort of a miss a miss sort of conception of like how many triple a you know people well, they've got yeah. you know how many triple a games there are they're not that many, ultimate, really. Exactly. Uh, and if you look at the last year and you go, okay, well, was Resident Evil Village a AAA game? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, was Far Cry Dark. 6. I was going to do it in order. Yeah, we'll get oh, there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is FIFA 22 a AAA game in terms of its right. size and impact? Absolutely. Yep. Is Madden 22? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Far Cry exactly. 6, you know, and yep. people go, well, that's Ubisoft. That doesn't discount it. Exactly. Right. Like, like that. That <laughs> argument is like, oh yeah, but that's Silly. Ubisoft. It doesn't count because all yeah. Ubisoft comes to the game. That's the. That's why they did the deal. That's why they have the partnership to guarantee at least whatever happens yeah. is a minimum. You you know Ubisoft are going to be deliver throughout the year. Exactly. AAA games and they'll come yeah. to the platform. Yeah, that, that's yep. your sort of that's your 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 uh, plimsoll line of the boat. You know that's your kind of your right. limit in a way. And you think as long well, at least we. We've got those guarantees. So, mm, yeah. yeah, not, you know, no, there's no Battlefield, you know, no, there's, a, and, and then, you know, so uh, there are games that would be, you know, would no doubt benefit the platform because they're mm. recognizable names. And of course it would be amazing. And no doubt, you know, I don't think the Stadia team, I've said it before, the, the, the uh, partnership team are going, no, nah, we don't want that. 
Right. You know, EA yeah. aren't ringing them up and going, we've got Battlefield, do you want? Nah, nah, we're all right, thanks, mate. We're, we're sorted for games, right. yeah? Yeah, you leave it, mate. Yeah, maybe next year, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's not happening, you know? That is not right. happening. Um, but it, 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 do, do you remember the big... Done, right, do you remember the big hullabaloo over uh, the Grand Theft Auto remakes and then mm -hmm. also yeah. Battlefield not coming? But then when the games came out, guess what? Everyone was crapping. Oh, the yeah. GTA remakes are crap there's so much there's so yeah. many bugs this this and that yeah. and battlefield oh it wasn't what we wanted you know it's still being developed so maybe it, it might end up being like a moto gp 21 thing where exactly. several months yeah. later the game yep. does come you know to, to the platform um you know and it, i think it's just people look for that uh you know once you give them the facts and then, then they start going well uh i want to own my games well, guess what? You know, then we get into the thing. Well, you really never own games, anyways, yeah. because you're just buying a license to play them. Even and, if you know, so disc, you need the right. Update, yeah, exactly. The day one patch. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So well, it, welcome it, it, to the just, yeah. Welcome to the 21st century. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The day. The days of even Nintendo Switch using you know the cartridges. You still have updates. There's many games that you still have to download the other half of the game or levels onto as well. But regardless, neither here nor there. I wanted to touch on on this little uh, thread here that was posted uh, the following day, so Saturday, by Erin here. She is, I did have her uh, LinkedIn profile pulled up that I was going to bring up here, but it looks like someone messaged me on uh, LinkedIn, and I don't know what it says, so I don't want to make it live here. So Erin, mm -hmm. uh, she works over at Google AI. Mm -hmm. um she is game designer research uh, at, Go at google ai here and this was an amazing thread talking about i had to get the dictionary the terms, out yeah <laughs> misinfor misinformation yeah. in terms of censorship versus the discussion is a false dichotomy and a reduction into meaningless so you always get the you know the people saying oh well we have freedom of speech freedom of speech we, we should be able to say whatever we want well you know to a certain degree but when it gets damaging and it's just outright a lie people have to stand up and say something about it right you know it goes both ways here and this is an an amazing thread where mm -hmm. she talks about you know you know people trying to use that well the freedom of speech context around you know surrounding weaponizing you know the things that they say your motivation mm -hmm. behind it and and the damaging effects and i've seen people in the chat here already talking about it as well you know it's like in this day and time information spreads at a lightning pace whereas I've got to go back further now, maybe not 20, 25, 30 years ago, right? You know, it was mm -hmm. the newspaper. People mostly yeah. got their information from. It was the next day. It was magazines a month later. Well, now here we are. Someone's posting something and within seconds, it's around mm -hmm. the world. And, yep. and people not doing fact checking, not getting the information correct, making misrepresenting 
you know, the sources and, and, and highlighting, you know, in this particular BI article, they're saying about like one person estimates yeah. <laughs> 20%, right? So this is yeah. one person who knows who they are. And it's just a guess anyways. But people took that information and ran with it. That's and, verbatim oh, as you know. well. Without, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. yesterday, without context, we don't know oh, who that Lord. person is or was where they were within the company. You know, mm -hmm. I, if you ask me something about my company, in an area I wasn't sure, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I might go, if pushed, I don't know, yeah. uh, not yeah. a lot, 20%, I don't know. Yeah. It's a meaningless number without without context. Mm -hmm. Without and the I, entire yeah, context. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of pointless. Yeah. And 20% and, and of what? Effort. How do you define effort? Do you, do you <laughs> what to mean? What's your measuring, right? Yeah, what, is, what are you measuring? And, and okay, if the tech side is moved under google cloud and the stadia mm -hmm. consumer side is moved under the subscription google subscriptions which is what we're led mm -hmm. to believe and phil harrison's mm -hmm. reporting into the head of google subscriptions mm -hmm. then a lot of the tech work yeah mm -hmm. for the underlying tech that drives stadia is being done under the google cloud section yeah so do mm -hmm. they mean that okay then you know, eight part of that eighty percent is is based there is working on the tech. Well, that's not a bad thing, is right, it? Exactly. I mean, if, right? if if part of that eighty percent or a majority of that eighty percent is is really drilling down that tech, making that tech work really well, so that it is something that they can sell business to business. Hey, guess who benefits without even trying? Stadia. Yep. You know, yep. that's what I kind of mentioned. It it doesn't require much effort to maintain Stadia. If the tech is constantly being worked on because it's a, a valuable tool in your Google Cloud strategy, you know, to sell business yep. to business, um, you know, that tech, you want to improve it. You want to invest in it. And Google Cloud, if that's where it sit, sits, mm -hmm. has a bigger budget, mm -hmm. has more money. Uh, it wants to get a bigger return on its investment. So we'll invest more to get that bigger return from business to business. All along, the store just sitting there. All it's got to do is add games to this amazing tech. That's all it's yeah. got to do. So it doesn't, you know. So if it's if only twenty percent effort is on that, that's 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 fine because we don't know whether the other eighty percent is focused on on the on the tech side. You know, so it's it's a sort of a meaningless number without really understanding who said it, where it's coming from, and what they actually mean. Mm -hmm. When it comes to this, when it comes to the sourcing. Uh, you know, it just just per my business experience, and again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Clive and, and and the panel, they you know they they have theirs as well. Twenty five plus years corporate five hundred experience, hiring and firing managers, and dealing with low level people who who are not connected to the business decision side, but you'll see them outside gossiping all day. We're going to close down tomorrow. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you can hear them at, in the lunchroom saying stuff like this. Yeah. I get a feel just off my experience that the people that they may business insider may have been told this stuff and they just may have used, you know, sly wording to, to make it seem worse than what it was. But mm -hmm. I get a feel that the people that they talked to were low level employees. And this is stuff that all low level employees would get. Like if I'm a low level employee, <laughs> I would know that Phil Harrison was moved to another place. Cause I, I can see it on the org chart. I can see it in my contacts information. 
Um, right. Also, the 20 percent is probably a guess or it's probably just yeah. synonymous to their workload. Maybe their workload. Yeah. Changed yeah. To 20%. Right. But the thing that stuck out to me the most, which doesn't make and I talked about I won't do it here because I talked mm -hmm. about it for like 19 hours on my, my, my <laughs> live stream um, to where my voice is hoarse. But the thing that really stuck out here is that this article went down the path of saying Google didn't or Stadia didn't have the appetite to hire more inside people to do more inside uh, um, development. Of course you can't. When you synergize a group of people in the United States, you have X amount of time that you can't replace them. So of course there's no appetite for it because they don't want to get sued by the state. There's state compensation involved, unemployment yeah. insurance involved. So of right. you've moved on. You've said to the state or wherever locale that you're working in, I don't need these people. So I'm not going to. So you can pay them money or all these other state benefits can kick in. I'm just going to operate with what I got now because we're going on a different path. Yeah, you or can't you, hire you're allowed. So in that context, you're allowed to recruit but the roles have to be fundamentally different. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like if they got rid of half of their workload, say if they had a hundred developers and they cut it down to 50, they can't go over 51. If two developers leave after the, they're synergized and they're down to 48, okay, they can hire two more to get it back up to yeah. 50. But what you've right. told the state is, look, all we need is 50 developers. In this case, they got rid of all of the developers. Yeah. So it's just little stuff like that that made me say, hold on. I really don't think that these were people high up the, the food chain yeah. connected mm -hmm. to the current business decisions. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it was just right. funny to me. Can we go back to that positivity story about the uh, developers getting seeing benefit from the Stadia Pro? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want me to bring that back up? Yeah, yeah. Because okay, okay. Hold on. Things, things on that that I just thought were worth highlighting. Um, you know, it's particularly that that um, Acapora Games in particular. Mm -hmm. So yeah. one of the things when you know when Google announced this new revenue model, you know, one of the people go, "Oh, well, different games." That's gonna. That means we'll all end up getting the same sort of game. The ones that mm -hmm. have like ongoing retention, you know. Right. And and so we'll it'll lean all towards one type of game in Stadia Pro because only developers that develop games that have that. This is completely undermined by this statement from Acapara Games here, because they're saying they actually say polar opposite in terms of mm -hmm. content and genre, both performed well in terms of finances and player reception. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, you know, one of the, you know, legitimate fear, I think, or le legitimate concern that was probably raised when they first announced it was, would yep. this favor one type of game over the other, etc. Right. This, albeit it's one quote, you know, uh, <laughs> and, you know, a lark does not a summer make. Uh, but so let's just put that caveat around it. It, it is interesting and, and indicative. Uh, that here is a developer, a publisher going to very different games are delivering mm -hmm. to us very well mm -hmm. under this business model on Stadia Pro. Uh, yeah. So I just think that that's, you know, that's interesting. And yes, this is old. The, as you said, the, the business model announcement mm -hmm. that they're just reiterating is old information, but what mm -hmm. is new is the outcome of that yes. price, 
yeah, success which is very is similar from, to yeah. you know, uh, you know, the other articles that we've seen where it is old information and there are some <laughs> outcomes of that information which is new, you know. Right. But in this case, it's very positive. And I mentioned as well off camera. Remember, in 2020, there was um, some unnamed developer. Mm-hmm said whose game didn't get onto stadia said stadia wasn't offering enough money the headlines that ran with that is stadia doesn't offer enough money to developers right Right. and that all based from one quote of an unnamed developer of an unknown game that didn't end up on stadia so we Mm -hmm. don't know whether the game was just a pile of pants (laughs) <laughs> you know we didn't know whether the developers pants or the greedy yeah. or whatever yeah. we did so we don't know the context and yet reams and reams of articles were written mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this we have now here the same scenario where two in fact two publishers so an even more improved scenario if you want veracity if veracity is your key yep. we have two examples of two publishers saying we really like the stadia business model it is mm-hmm. delivering yeah. It is working. Yeah. Where's the articles? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, well because you know, you know what the, the rhetoric's going to be, well, they got paid to say that. Of course, oh, they're going to yeah, be. Sorry, my, you know, my bad. You know, yeah, my right? bad. You, yeah. you got to move that, those goals. That's yeah. right. Of course, you they're going to the say that's post. in their interest. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, here, here, in the same here, way, you can't be bitter. You can't be bitter because your game didn't get picked up by Stadium. Right. Yeah. Here's the here's the comical thing about that, and why we've showed a, a, a slide of Aaron Hoffman John because she was making fun of this. Mm-hmm. We've been here before with Business Insider. You got to remember, Business Insider yeah. was one of the very first article writers that wrote something about Stadia where they contradicted themselves in the article and then came up with this theme. Well, Stadia is not getting the, the indie games that, that that people are going to want because they, they just they just don't know how to talk to people. And by the end of that year, by my count, 41 out of the 61 pro games mm-hmm. were indie games, which just shuttered down that whole article. The whole article fell to pieces by the end of the year. Um, yeah. I, I just think we're back here again. Business Insider, they, they've done this with PlayStation. Business Insider um, has a tendency of taking facts, but as, but as Clive alluded, using sly words to make you look at those, look at that information and believe something that may not align with the truth. And if you take that Business Insider article at face value, as far as the tone, you have to ignore what you just read from that that Stadia developer's note. And I just, again, another thing I find ironic is that they don't talk about the Stadia developer's keynote or any of that at all in this article. Of course not. Yeah. how old is the information? How reliable is it? How low level are your sources? Like, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, yeah. The, the point I, is, I the love sources this. delivered the the sources delivered what they wanted to mm-hmm. hear, and right. so that and so effectively to to fit the narrative, and they ran with that rather oh than goodness. you know give us any greater context because they knew exactly. if they kicked, kicked it anymore, they would just probably look a bit foolish and fall yeah. apart. But they know yeah. the audience is out there for that. And it, it works. Yes, you know, exactly. it works. Yep. I mean, it, exactly. it, you know, the point, the trouble is, though, uh, it's the world we live in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's all right for us to say, oh, yeah, but, the, you know, 
the the article lacked veracity or, or it's old news and it's just put a different spin on it or it's regurgitating a, a similar opinion from a year later just to keep things because it's ironic that it came out roughly the same week one year mm -hmm. after <laughs> right. which is why yeah. i made a video on the first of february for my my members specifically yep. because I, I no one was going to do a video or write an article i thought about this because actually what stadia have been doing is quietly get, getting on and doing what they said they would do one yeah. year ago mm, and, yeah. and and so all those people who said that it's all over can hardly without as i said admitting that they were wrong hardly write an article um you know saying it's all over again or whatever or that they got it wrong because that's not how it works however business insider clearly i think it was an anniversary thing on that notion saw an opportunity but as we said it was a lot of old information with a few yep. extra facts thrown thrown in and yeah so um it was just interesting that the, the timing that it came out just to sort of as i say just I, perpetuate that that sort of myth of you know death i'm yeah I'm, I'm sure it was calculated they wanted to release that you know at the time they did and the day that they did as well but what i what i i find really powerful and really hits home that Aaron says here. And she goes, I'm quite frankly disgusted with fellow technologists unwilling to do the work of understanding the mechanisms of human communication and their own responsibility in this space. We can innovate against this, but instead we often make things worse. So she touches upon here that people in the stature or, or in the standing in the community, in the world, as reporters, as technologists, you have a responsibility to report factual things to the audience, right? And 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 I don't know what's happened, but for whatever reason now, this sensationalistic type of reporting and and trying to get you know the most views or clicks or sound the craziest that's what's number one it doesn't matter if it's if it's factual or what the implications are it's just all about look at me look at me i'm first look at this yeah. read this oh my god can you believe it you know and nobody goes back and like like we talked about before and reads the retractions yeah. or reads the i'm sorry's it's mm -hmm. people exactly. in 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 this in this place of ownership and and leadership out there that it's up to them to to get these things right and to report honestly instead of doing this you know it, it is uh, we've created this sorry we've mm, well yeah. you know, society's created this all the internet and everything is created mm -hmm. this world in of of such fast pace that it is mm -hmm. a race to who can be first yes at, yeah. at the expense yeah. of of testing the veracity of what it is you're reporting and yep, that exactly. filters down even into our you know into into smaller communities as well mm -hmm. at, at every level because i even know people mm -hmm. you know within our community who report yes things. they are so right. desperate even you know we want we of course we do we want to be the first we discovered that news story and right. in our desperation to be that for you know i'm guilty of that as well to you know to be first we i've got it i've got the scoop you know right that that's that what happens is that 
that genuine journalism that exists because we're not journalists we're just fanboys but we want that scoop we want a kind of thing mm-hmm. or we discovered it first on this obscure mm-hmm. site in a you know in 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 spanish or whatever that nobody else had seen or or <laughs> you know and we picked up and whatever it is we want to be right. we want to be first um but i think journalists certainly have a duty of testing the veracity of of the of the story they've got before mm-hmm. rushing to print yeah. as it were but yeah. that you know that desperation to be first with the story uh is is often at the expense of of factual accuracy and that's and that is a crying shame but that's the that's the world we've got in it but the thing is google lives in that world mm-hmm. you know we know the rules of the world as it were we know the rules of the internet and of twitter and whatever and and i mentioned it you know yesterday that that it is an issue the perception has always been an issue and mm-hmm. you know whilst you can always ignore low level inaccuracies and nonsense and you know people on you you know youtubers and getting their clicks and all that you know just you could just write them off and whatever it's all low level but it's that constant as i said drip 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 right of the memes and the negativity that slowly over time just builds and builds because and mm-hmm. and you know and it becomes difficult to change that perception now and i don't think the answer is playing whack-a-mole because as i mentioned you know yesterday mm-hmm. it's a kind of becomes a you get stuck in a feedback loop and, and right. as i said who's yeah. the idiot the, the moles for popping their heads up or you for just standing there whacking them down when perhaps mm-hmm. you should you know eradicate the lawn a bit you know what i mean yeah. it's so what what i think stated they they do need to communicate mm-hmm. uh, more, <laughs> and and I don't mean necessarily. Um, it's it's about the quality of that communication, is right. is the key. They don't need to 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 be defensive. They need to talk about the good things that Stadia offers, and they need to just right. occasionally, you know, have an interview, as I mentioned, in in you know. A, with a tech blog, a big tech blog or a newspaper, not a newspaper, you know, like a, you know, like I said, protocol or games industry right. biz, whatever, mm-hmm. maybe three or four times a year, just drop that in there. And then everybody runs with the story because it's come right. from a, a, a decent source within Google. So they have to be reason, reasonably senior and everybody runs with it. And it just, it just helps fill that mm-hmm. vacuum that unless they do that is filled by nonsense and the reiteration of sort of bad memes and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I just think somehow they just need to be slightly more on the front foot without yeah. over-promising. And, you know, right. we've seen it before. There are interviews with Jack Booser, you know, who mm-hmm. mentioned already, you know, already we've got, you know, 400 deals signed way, yep. way into 2023, whatever. We expect to deliver 100, you know, 200 games over the next two years. Hey, guess mm-hmm. what? That's what they're doing, you know, because this was in, right. back in December 2020. So, you know, they're delivering on that. So it, uh, and interviews like that are really useful. Like, like you know, we're we are. Yes, we are uh, pursuing the Google Cloud streaming tech with business to business partners. And we, we've got some exciting things coming up, but obviously we can't tell you about them. But uh, and that will only help benefit the underlying state, you know, state. Just little things like that. Just every yeah. so yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be to the gamers. It doesn't have to be to us. We don't need. I don't think this. We, we need a connect. You know, um, but they need to seed the opinion leaders every so often. Plant the little seeds in there 
just yeah. to sort of say, hey, look, we, we're doing stuff because they are doing stuff, but they're just not sharing yeah. it. They don't exactly. have to share the yeah. information. Yeah. They don't have to share the detail, but just yeah. share that, hey, yeah. we're doing stuff so that they don't have to do a tweet that goes, stage is very much alive because everybody knows it's alive because there was an article that got shared a load of times about some stuff they're doing. You know, that's all they need yeah. to do, I think. And eventually over the years the oh i thought stadia was dead yeah, comments will, will fade away ridiculous. right yeah, yeah it looks yeah, more ridiculous yeah, yeah. I, I and they, and they won't bother because, because it just it looks more point, foolish yeah. but until well, yeah, well, while that vacuum is there it doesn't look so foolish to, to well, outsiders i am just very happy that um uh the response stadia got at first all yeah. the misinformation and lies that people would spreading mm -hmm. i'm glad that is over but it's sad that an article can come out with old information with a new perspective spin on it and um, get people wound up again. Uh, but Stadia is not going anywhere. They did two things that were amazing, the technology and yeah. breaking down the barriers to get it back into game yep. for somebody. Right. Um, yeah. And those two things will, will sell this for a while yet to come. I don't know what their projection was and how far they didn't or how, uh, um, how they didn't reach it, but 25% mm -hmm. isn't that bad to me. No, um, no. And if, um, if you look at it, the half cup, yeah, half cup, half full type deal, right? It's they achieved seventy five percent of that goal, which is pretty impressive. So if we're going to take that seven hundred and fifty thousand user base in twenty twenty, at the end of twenty twenty, as as being fact, right? Let's see, we're now a year. What we're 13, 14 months after yes. that, so yep. it's probably safe to assume. The user base being somewhere over the million, the yeah. million mark, right? Something like that. That would be a safe estimate. I know Jack's done some estimates based upon data and extrapolation and and things like that. So I, I really think that that seems fair. And for a cloud gaming service, you know, again, like MM2K says, we know that one to two percent, right, of the market share, right? Mm -hmm. So we yeah. know that 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 million user base is. Although you'll see people posting, oh, uh, Xbox has this many million users, Switch has this many million, PlayStation. Well, sure, they've all been had that brand that's built it up yeah. over the last 20, 30, 40, how many ever years. Of yeah, course, I could say this, like getting the first Xbox, uh, one or two years into Xbox, I didn't have as many games as I have on Stadia right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No I way. mean, yeah. I mean, and then when they open up to Mexico or, or Brazil or something, all those mm -hmm. people just uh, overnight are going to have access to about 100 right. pro games or whatever. And yeah, I mean, it's going to yeah. be amazing for for the yeah. platform. It, and, and it's going to take the time. People say, well, why didn't yeah. they expand earlier? They've got to build up that yeah. library, That's right? The They've I think, got to build yeah. up that base. I mean, you know, look clearly they missed their targets that's why they've you know pivoted on their yeah. business strategy back in in mm -hmm. and made that announcement in february 2021 mm -hmm. and so clearly they didn't expand as fast as they thought it would now that can be a number of things you know the marketplace not ready for it there's a lot of cynicism right. or whatever the stuff like that the tech mm -hmm. is ready for it the the internet average internet speeds you know i still see people on twitter go it will never work because not people have enough decent internet and it's like Really, plenty of people have <laughs> quite enough, you know, yes, I don't have gigabit exactly. or anything like that. I, you know, but I have, you know, like 50 megabits per second. It is. Yeah. I play, I was playing dirt five yesterday. It looks amazing. It is so fast. It's so responsive. It looks yep. amazing. 
not not an issue 50 megabits per second you know that on my lgc one looks all awesome so all that is is nonsense so the tech is ready the internet speeds are, uh, are ready i can quite see why google as technologists think well everybody's going to love this aren't they mm-hmm. so i can see an over optimism in their in their kind of you know figures when they were planning mm-hmm. but but I, I i think that the penetration in terms of people you know, did not clearly, they didn't get through enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that could have been the message, whether people are ready for it or not, a cynicism, the loyalty to existing gaming brands, all that kind of stuff. Whatever it is, they just didn't reach the market growth they expected to, to did, be right. in the first year to then think, you know, because they would have plotted out, okay, so in the first year, we'll have a million concurrent users in the second year will be two in the third yeah. year will be three yeah. million right users. right we'll right. invest in our own party you know games yeah. now so in three years we've got an instant three million players yeah uh, exactly. so it makes right. that yeah. investment worthwhile well if you're missing it by 25 percent in your first year mm-hmm. exponentially that you, you're going to be well year. short yeah. in yes. your third or fourth year yeah. and mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. that heavy investment in developing your own game, looking over your shoulder and seeing Amazon yeah. just spend <laughs> half a billion dollars and F up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, on that side of it, you're going, oops. Then looking <laughs> over your other shoulder and seeing Xbox spend $7.8 billion on Bethesda as a shortcut to guarantee, you know, basically to bolster their um, first-party mm. studios. Basically, that's, that's the cost. That's Microsoft right. going, that is the cost of having games guaranteed for your service. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, st- Google are going, actually, we're not here at targets. Oh my God. You know, maybe this isn't, that isn't the best strategy yet. Maybe we're, we're not there yet. Right. So, yeah. But, you know, as, as discussed back in July, 2019, one of the things that we were talking about is making this tech available business to business to kind of mm-hmm. support that. Mm-hmm. And, to, you know, we've got, story, we yeah. have got, We've got yeah. amazing tech here. And so yeah. you think, where is the value in this tech? And, you know, the value in the tech is keeping proving it so that it's the best tech that there is out there. That, mm-hmm. And then finding imaginative ways that you can use it. And that includes business to business as well as, cons- uh, you know, yeah. a consumer front. And as I said before, it, it doesn't take a lot to maintain the consumer front as long as the tech is being constantly developed. And if you right. are work doing you're doing business deals with business to business, you're you're going to be constantly developing the tech. So it's the tech of choice. It's the platform of choice in the cloud. So yeah. So I can see the change why they made those changes potentially. Um, and you know, eventually the market will catch up. But it, as you say, yeah. it takes it's gonna take time. It's not Yep. You know, people often aren't ready for tech. We've seen it so many times, you know, uh, uh, some tech comes out and people just, uh, it's, uh, you know, I can see the technologist saying, this is an amazing idea. Everyone's going to love it. And then they yeah. deliver it and people go, oh, why would I want that? Yeah. Well, before glasses, Stadia glasses with information and a camera. Oh, wait a minute. You mean to go like filming everybody? Like, I bet Google <laughs> thought Google Glass was amazing. I, I thought it was amazing. I'm like, wow, imagine that. Like, yeah. Like, but no, the public went, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We don't want to be filmed or we want to, you know, I don't think they've thought about that angle. Yeah. However, they pivoted and thought, well, there is a use for this business to business and blah, blah, blah. And they adapted it or whatever. And now, and they are now planning to bring out augmented reality glasses and stuff. They're refocusing it. You know, maybe the audience is ready. 
So it's a slow, basically it's a slow progress, you know? Yeah. And I think if you accept that, you're going to have fun. We, you know, sure. got two games coming next week. Right. Well, you know, just like we know Lloyd's in the chat here, Lloyd and Bill said on Stadia cast, right. It's going to be a slow burn. I think we've yeah. all really said that, you know, the people that, you know, are really like, take the time to do the research and, and be informed and realistic about it is this isn't it's cloud gaming. Isn't going to take over overnight, which people That's... are, are afraid of. Right? <laughs> it's going yeah. to be five, 10 years before, you know, people start to really, really pick up. We look at that, you know, same with steam with digital games, you know, at first everybody hated that uh, with games being digital now it's accepted. You see more sales for digital games versus physical box games. So people have now come to accept that change. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. They're done resisting it, right? So now this is just something else that they're just going to have to get used to. Many developers have said, and it doesn't even have to be Stadia specific, about you know the the benefits and the features of developing the cloud. You know, like we talked about Bungie having you know developed for a certain just you know not so many different devices you know you can you, you can play your games on your iphone your android the tablet the tv whatever and you're going to get all that same fidelity and 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 experience that you would expect across all platforms there so now i describe it as like coastal erosion you know you, mm. you, you're just staring at it you, you know you're gonna know it's just a slow type of thing but in three four years you go back you go where's my cliff face you know where it it it's every you know it's taken over but it, it's just as you say it's a slow slow drip 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 yeah yeah and and i think you know i've seen it mentioned a couple of times in the chat here and i've got victor's uh highlighted here uh you know just a month ago we were talking ces and how awesome it was yep. about you know the app coming to t millions of tvs mm -hmm. you know, opening up the market you know we've got those those uh rumors and also uh you know certifications with the different companies expanding you know japan Mexico, Victor's right. Australia. Victor's right. I mean, you, you know, yeah. for me, the t TV, the smart app on the TV mm -hmm. is, you know, fundamental. And yep. it's yep. it's the end of this year that you'll probably, you'll see that because that's when people will start buying the models that have this on. And yeah. it's Sony. It's Samsung. It'll be Samsung. It's yep. all the other Google TV uh, operate, you know, uh, TVs mm -hmm. that have the uh, Google TV as their kind of um, application. It's the LGs, you know. Mm -hmm. And as we've mentioned before, you know, if people are curious and see the app or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. or it's stuck on the box and they have a, well, what is this Stadia thing? And then they're presented with 370 games. Yeah. And that for a month, you can try 50 to 60 games. Right that's very compelling yeah. and very, and it, yeah. you know it's aimed at you know people who haven't you know who've decided not to spend 500 quid on a box yep. I, you I, know I, so so it's it's opening up a whole market uh you know and that's the key thing well inevitably, i think inevitably i think that um everything is going to end up going to the cloud just for one main reason and that is uh taking hardware out of the equation yeah for most people right. of uh, course yeah yeah 
and it's a great selling point for the for the TV company. So they're going to labour that point. They know that you can play, mm-hmm. you know, GFN or Stadia on the on the thing because they know a massive segment of their core audience likes playing games. So yep. you know the fact that the the TVs are gaming ready, with you know, and and you know, hey, it'll make your Xbox games look amazing or your PlayStation Five games look amazing, but also the fact that they don't need. The advantage they don't need people to have an Xbox, yeah, or, right, or a PlayStation. Exactly, is even more an incentive for yeah, the TV exactly. manufacturers, yeah. except for Sony, of course, who would love you right. to have a PlayStation Five. <laughs> yes. But I don't, if, I don't, I don't if have you're LG, yields, yeah, yeah, if you're LG, yeah. you, you think well, it doesn't matter if they people have not got uh, a you know PlayStation Five or an Xbox because now they can right. play games anyway. This is a real you know this is a no cost selling uh, point of my 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 you know piece of entertainment equipment you know that's it's 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 amazing i think it's going to it's going to make a massive difference and you'll start to see it i think by the end of this year when people start having those sort of uh you know november you know uh, black friday type deals and christmas and all that kind of stuff and world cup at the end of the year as well which is another big seller of tvs yeah and and we know that services are where are the bread and butter of companies like playstation xbox and things like that they make most of their money there on those services you even start to see you saw over the last couple of years the reporting changes not to how many copies of the game were sold but how many people have been playing the game right no the, the user base the concurrent user base and things like that so it's a change that people are are resisting as, as natural it's you know people don't like change for the most part and, yeah. and the way that we are going to play and consume our games is consistently changing and it's just going to take time uh you know you do see those tweets out there oh cloud gaming sucks stadia sucks all this other stuff and then you also see oh well, i love x cloud because they're xbox fans right because now that <laughs> xbox has you know the cloud service there yeah they're gonna willing to try it out and they could see oh yes well you know it actually does work this actually is pretty neat you know maybe for them it, it's not going to be the replacement it's a supplement and that's totally fine no one's saying that it has well, to be the end all be all right to, to me it's a little interesting when before stadia came out or before uh G- gfn people were saying oh there's there, there there's no way with the technology that it's going to feel like playing local there, yeah. there's there, there's no way that's not right gonna feel yeah feel good and then that wasn't the case <laughs> yeah uh-huh. yeah right and that was yeah. understandable you know because it because and you know i've talked about it you know in the early days of stadia that there is some sort of wizardry going on Mm-hmm. Because you can understand, you know, with people saying, yeah, but it's not the same as watching TV. You, know, you can buffer the TV. This means they have to send the response. There has to be a lag of latency. And you're probably going, you know what, actually, yeah, you're probably right. There has to be, mm-hmm. you know. But as I've said it loads of times, you know, on November the 20th, you know, 21st, when my founder's edition turned up, oh my God, it turned up too late. Stadia's dead. It didn't arrive on the <laughs> 19th, you know, right? whatever, two days later. Oh my God, I can't wait for that time. I've given up. I hate this. I hate this service. It's the worst service in the world. My box didn't mm-hmm. come for two days. Anyway, I fired up Destiny 2 uh, mm-hmm. and it blew me away. Yeah. Right. And I, and I play it on my, on the Xbox one and it mm-hmm. was better in terms of it look better 
mm-hmm. and it played better because on Xbox One at the time it was uh, 1080 but 30 frames per second, and on mm-hmm. Stadia it was 1080 and, and 60 frames per second, uh, right. and so it, it it looked and played better on on Stadia than it did on my current console, and it was at yeah. that point I just thought, my God, they've done it you know it it it, it, it was and because i tried project x cloud like uh several months before and whilst it you, you said oh it, it was how i imagined it would be like sort of all right but you mm-hmm. you'd really notice the lag but it's sort of uh like as a second option it's sort of, i can sort of get through it but yeah but then when when i tried destiny 2 on stadia you know in november 2019 it was like yeah. Oh my God. That, that's yeah. really my experience yeah. as well. Um, I, I played uh, three Batman games on GFN. Uh, I had a shield and I was like grandfather dinner, whatever. I played uh, three Batman titles. So I knew that the cloud was viable because um, mm-hmm. it, it, there was a little bit of lag, you know, you could feel it like going through mud, muddy water yeah. or something, you know, uh, but it was very much playable. And then when I saw all the data locations where, or the uh, server farms where, stadia would be i was like oh wow compared to gfn this could be amazing so i invested in stadia and i fired up destiny 2 and then immediately after playing five minutes shut it off and started buying some games like red dead yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. because it proved it to me it proved it that it was solid and it looked great and um yeah and and now uh, yeah and now and now we have the evidence from the experts right digital foundry are considered to be the experts at this kind of measuring this kind of exactly what we're talking about latency lag Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff and you know the difference between uh, 1080p 60 frames per second difference between xbox one series x geforce now and stadia you are talking so this is this is not cloud. This is Xbox One Series X native. You're talking about a two millisecond difference. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like right. 87, 85, 84. And even at that level, you just think, well, that's going to vary slightly, isn't it? Give or take a couple of milliseconds. Yeah. So you're effectively you're saying it is at least as good, if not potentially, they claimed at GeForce top tier, one or two milliseconds or whatever it was. Yeah better but stadia was equally was only one one maybe two milliseconds off really low like off native xbox series x level so it has been sort of measured scientifically or tested by people (laughs) who test these sort of things it proves the point and that in itself i think is is you know is amazing it was great to see digital foundry you know do that and I know they were doing it for GeForce Now, but mm-hmm. the secondary outcome of that is when you looked at the Destiny side of things, uh, was the fact that you know it's it's as good as the response that you're getting on an Xbox One Series X natively yeah. on on Stadia or GeForce Now, which is amazing. Yeah, because you didn't have to yeah. buy the box. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so and we know it's only we know that it's only going to get better. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because because, yeah. because streaming TV got better, streaming music right. got mm-hmm. the yep. fidelity of music got better. You know, yep. uh, we're we're going to see those data requirements yeah. go down t- with the new yeah. codex, right? The Xbox Series X is not going to get better, right? If you think about it, 
Yeah, I mean, they, right, they may be able to learn yeah, to program games. And, yeah, they like, could program some, of some AI you know, or, you know, yeah. to, 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 you know, sort of, you know, change the settings like we see with NVIDIA and stuff like that and the DLSR, whatever it's called, and all that kind of tech. Mm -hmm. But technically, the hardware isn't going to get any better. Right. You know, because it, 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 it's hardware that yeah. you've bought that's under your TV. It's not. I'm not dismissing the Xbox Series X, but the point the point is, we can see tiny incremental improvements in cloud technology, as we've already seen with GeForce Now, mm -hmm. um, as Stadia, even X Cloud as well. So I'm not discounting X Cloud. We've seen like X Cloud. We've seen leaps and bounds. They've come yes, on yes. from where they were. GeForce mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you know, piled in with their top tier. Uh, and people are saying, wow, it's this is ridiculously good. It's super yes. slick where I am, amazing. And stage has all, always been consistently good. Um, yep. And so we've seen incremental increases, you know, slightly. And over time, that's just only, only going to improve. Um, and that's the great thing about cloud is that uh, we know that um, it'll only get better. Yep. As time yeah. goes on. It will. Well... <clears throat> Although we do have more originally planned, I think we're we'll go ahead and wrap up today's show here. Yeah. We're about an hour and forty five minutes yeah. into it here. That's that's the cost you have invited me on. <laughs> oh well, no, no, it's good. We had a great discussion. Uh, you know, thank you to God for coming on here. I appreciate. It. I know you're a very busy person. Yeah. You've got a lot of people always asking you for things, so yeah, it's good very that you demanded. can take it. A very yeah, demanding. Yeah, I've got a big, you could big to do list. Yeah, <laughs> big to do list. Uh, seven days to do it. <laughs> well, I might rest well, on the six, seventh. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, six technically. So you got to cram everything off. in here. Yeah, uh, William SPG, thank you so much for coming on the show here as always. Thank awesome. You. And we had MM2K, he had to drop. Yeah. Thank you for that, for coming on here. A great discussion. And Fletch as well. You know, this is great when we can all get together and have a, a reasonable, uh, an educated talk and very sensible and, you know, look at things critically and evaluate them. It, it, it's fantastic. So you can help clear through the drama and the shenanigans that goes on that, you know, maybe some people purposely or some that just don't understand, but just, you know, having the sit down and having the, you know, people in uh, on the chat as well. I saw was, you know, great conversations going on there, getting their input in this as well. So it's all been fantastic. And rock, I'm not sure if, if, if he's listening, I know he's, he's still really feeling bad. We hope you, we hope yeah. you get better. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Same, uh, Bat time and same bat channel. And thank you so much, everybody. Shout out to Purple oh, Haze yeah. there for the $3. Oh, oh there yeah. we go. I didn't even see I, that I wonder, show up here. There is. I, I wonder if he was referring to Buddy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And we'll see you all again real soon. Awesome. Yep, that was a fun guys. There we are. Yes, Good that stuff. was super fun. Yeah. I, I know we had other stuff to talk about, but I thought